0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teen podcast. This is the 10th episode in my Dial Down the Drama series, which comes from my book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict, Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, A Guide for Mothers Everywhere. You can find this book in Amazon or in Barnes and & Noble and all the bookstores. Now, though I wrote this book for moms of teenage girls, these concepts also apply to boys also. One mom who'd taken my Power Your Parenting program, she had both a daughter and a son who were teenagers. She told me that these principles really helped her more with her son because he was really more of the drama king. Also remember that early adolescence isn't just high school. It starts as early as age nine. So this applies to tweens, too. So you can head over to ColleenOGrady.com, and I have a gift for you. You can get a free download of one of my chapters from Dial Down the Drama. And today I'm going to share some ideas and takeaway from Chapter 10, What Your Daughter Needs to Thrive. This is a really good question to ask. What does your daughter need to thrive? Actually, this is a great question for you. What do you need to thrive? And this would be really worth spending a few minutes and just thinking about. What do you need to thrive and what does your teenager need to thrive? If you're like most moms, we're not looking at the big framework or the blueprint because we're not being proactive. What often happens is that we're looking at the one thing that's kind of blown up on us. So it's the most irritating or pressing issue that comes comes up. So in other words, we're reacting. We're reacting to the little crisis of the day. So it could be the C on the test, that she came home late for curfew, She's uh, left her room trashed, she sassed off to you, she slammed the door. But we're not looking at the overall picture of what your daughter needs to thrive or your teenager. Once you know all the elements that your daughter or your teenager needs to thrive, then it can also serve as a checklist. You can kind of go, how are we doing in all these different areas? And if your daughter seems to be upset or off or angry, good chance it's one of these areas that uh, they're not well attended to or need some work in. I had a client, her name was Shelly, and she was 14 and she was going into her freshman year in high school. And I saw her maybe a couple months into her freshman year in high school, and um, I had known that she had done well in middle school. I saw her maybe two or three years earlier, but she had finished middle school strong, and um, their mother brought her in to see me, and she was not doing well. She was isolating, she hated her school, she wasn't doing well in her classes, and, didn't want to be involved in any activities, and so the mom was really, really frustrated with her, and her and her daughter were getting in lots of fights. So I kind of went through the checklist. So I started with sleep. So what we found out is, one, is this girl was not getting any sleep because she had her cell phone, and at night she was texting Till about one or two in the morning every night. I forgot how many texts, but her mom, like, was, oh my gosh, I think it was like 10,000 texts in one month. And she found out that, you know, from 11 to two in the morning were all these, was the most of the time she was up. So, one thing, she was exhausted. She was tired. She wasn't getting any sleep. She wasn't getting any exercise. And so just even looking, and she wasn't eating well. She wasn't eating her lunch. She was kind of blowing off her breakfast. So just those three things is going to start kind of a snowball effect. Because if she's tired, she has no energy um, because of lack of food or or exercise, she's not going to feel very social. So... A lot of this was turned around just by giving, you know, uh, Shelly the fundamentals that she was missing. So you're probably right now wanting to know, so what are all these elements? I want to know, I want to know. Okay. Well, I'm not going to be able to go through all of these in this podcast, but I'll tell you all the different elements, and then we'll kind of focus in on one or two. But, yeah, so the first the first one that we need to start with is the fundamentals of nutrition and healthy eating, a good night's sleep, regular exercise. Now, I know you all know that, but the big challenge for us as moms, real big challenge for us as moms, is addressing these issues with our daughter. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not as easy as, you know, you honey, you just need to eat healthy or it's time to go to bed or, you know, make sure you get your exercise today because we have all those dynamics between mothers and daughters and mothers and teens. They are not going to really just naturally receive all our great suggestions. Another area is to be intentional about creating a flourishing home environment. So it's looking at your own home environment and what's it like? And how much drama is in your own home? What's the stress level like in your, in your home? Do you have a plan to eliminate drama? And do you have kind of a family mission statement and how can you build a supportive atmosphere? Which means are most of the things said at home, are they supportive and encouraging? Or, or is it a caustic environment? Is it um, a lot of yelling and negativity? Your teen needs a place to belong. This one's huge. They need a healthy group of teens to belong. So that's why we wanna make sure that they, ha- they can feel that at starting at home. You want your teen to feel like that they, they have a place to belong in their own home because the teen world is often a battle- battlefield. And so, so we may go back to that one, a place to belong. So, and then another area is for your team to thrive is that she needs a team of supportive adults. And that's the good news for you, mom, because it's not all on you. You want to make sure that she has really good teachers, instructors that are helping her become her best. All right, so let's, let's go back to a place to belong you may be one of the lucky moms who has a daughter who has a great group of friends. She's got that one best friend and they have a stable friendship and she's involved in dance or music or band and has a really great group that she belongs to. And all of that is super stable and life is good. But I would say probably the majority of moms A lot of our angst is that the world of teens, from what we observe, is very, very turbulent and not stable at all. And oftentimes what we see, when we see our daughters come home from school, we only see the tip of the iceberg. So we are thinking, okay, you need to get your homework done, you need to get your chores done, you need to clean your room. But that is the last thing on your daughter's mind, because what's on her mind is she wants to find a stable place to belong. She is desperate to find a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a group of friends, a place that she belongs to in or out of school where she feels like she really can belong, that she can be herself and, quote, not be fake. This is a real need for your daughter, and it's essential to her well-being. The number one priority of a teenage girl is her relationship with her peers. This is why your daughter would rather hang out with her friends than do her homework. Her peers have a huge influence over her life, the way teenagers survive the transition from adolescence to adulthood is through their peer group your daughter cares deeply about what they think about her her greatest source of stress and suffering is feeling excluded and that no one cares about her this is because she is wired to belong and i have to say it's just gotten worse with all the digital with the digital world um, I had one girl, and she was just so, so sad because her friends had completely excluded her. She said that in her school, that was a very well-to-do school, that they had, like, really official cliques. And they she got had rejected from this clique. And what they did was these girls Snapchatted her all night long and showed her what she was missing out on. So they're all having fun, and she'd open up. So it's like she got minute by minute blow, and she was included on the Snapchat. So it was just rubbing it in her face. So I think, you know, back in my time, I might be thinking, well, I wonder where everybody is. But now they see it. They watch it in real time. They watch themselves being excluded. So it can be really, really rough, I remember, you know, years ago in the 80s when I I worked for Young Life or uh, youth ministry and I would observe these teens in high school cafeterias football games and I spent a lot of time going on 24-hour bus trips to Colorado. And I would see this over and over again like everybody was positioning for the better friend. And and Yes, there are really kind and generous girls, but there are a lot of girls, as we know, who can be mean, critical, self-centered, flaky, judgmental, and unforgiving. You know, it really can feel like a battle zone. The school counselor called me because she was worried about Letitia, who was one of my clients, and she was in middle school. Um... And she said that recently Letitia was withdrawing from her friends and appeared pretty sullen. And I talked to Letitia and found out why. She wanted to be best friends with Destiny because Destiny was a new student and Letitia was her first friend at school. But Destiny also wanted to be friends with the popular girls who happened to not like Letitia. Destiny wanted to be with Letitia and the popular girls at lunch. So she asked Letitia to sit with her. Well, the dilemma for Letitia was that if she was going to sit with Destiny, she would also sit with the mean girls who daily ridiculed her. She decided to sit with Destiny, but Letitia had to sit at the very end of the table. Feeling pressure from the popular girls, Destiny ignored Letitia during lunch. She turned her back on her, and only talk to the popular girls. And this happened day after day after day. And even though Letitia was a beautiful girl, how she was treated by destiny, it took a toll on her confidence. So what I had to do was I had to validate with with Letitia, is this? You know this wasn't working for her, and when I asked Letitia who were some girls that um, that she enjoyed being with who who were nice, she was able to name three or four girls. So what I helped I helped Letitia do is um, just sit with the girls who like her, and that and did not put herself in that situation. And I know that seems like a no-brainer, but what happens is our teens kind of hold all this angst inside. So sometimes, you know, our daughters really need our help to figure out. They're kind of caught in this no-win situation with, with their friends. So we have to be able to kind of step in there and help her navigate through it. Because it's really, really complicated, I remember when I was talking to Letitia. she said she knows when she belongs because it feels comfortable. She feels accepted and she can be herself. She also told me she knows when she doesn't belong because it feels bad. She feels on edge and tense. So your girls feel this. This gets in the way of them learning anything. So she needs a safe place to talk about her feelings, and these feelings can be intense and severe. For 25 years as a marriage and family therapist, I've seen what can happen to to girls if they feel like they don't matter. That's when you see the intense stuff where they cut themselves, have suicidal thoughts, they numb out with drugs and alcohol, they act out sexually, they become anxious and depressed. So what do you do when you combine a bunch of reactive teenage, teenage brains in a highly competitive environment? You get a lot of hurt feelings. So you can see why peer pressure exists when you consider that desperate need to fit in and that enormous need for approval. This is why your daughter gets so upset if her, if her hair doesn't look right or she's wearing the wrong clothes she's afraid that she'll be rejected and ostracized. It's one thing to have peer pressure to wear a certain pair of shoes, but it can also put your daughter at risk. If she has to choose connection over compromising her values, oftentimes she will pick connection. Our daughters must be educated about what it truly means to belong. All right, I know the million-dollar question is, what can you do as a mom to help your daughter or son feel like they belong? So one, it's like I talked about before, is you want to show unconditional love and belonging at home. They need to know at home that they're worthy of love and belonging. They need to experience that. They experience it by how you look at her and him Um, the different conversations that you have, do you smile at them? Do they see joy on your face when they walk into the room? Another way is that you listen and validate her feelings. I mean, she needs to know that this stuff does hurt. And so first, you have to hear the stories and you have to say things like, I know, gosh, that's hard, that's embarrassing, that's tough. I felt that way when, when I was a kid. Oftentimes I see parents f- hesitate to do that because they just think you're going to, like, increase the drama. But it's the same thing that you want. You want to be understood. Later you can go and give her some practical suggestions. But first she needs to, that compassion, that sympathy. Then next you, you want to talk about that gold. Bring back the golden rule. A lot of times these girls don't connect that they've been mean to each other too. So if you're mean to somebody and you have written a bad text, then those same girls can turn on you. So you need to let them know, treat, and and we know this is moms, but this is really kind of news to our daughters, is... Um, it's not all about being on the top and being extremely competitive. You, that they need to be kind to each other, and that they need to treat each other as they want to be treated. They need to be that good friend as they would want them to be a good friend to them. You want to be able to facilitate teenage playdates. Now, I know it was very, very easy when they were younger. And it can be so frustrating when you find a great youth group or dance class or sports team and your daughter refuses to participate or she goes once and won't go back. And, you know, the main reason is she usually feels like she just doesn't belong. And this is especially true of shy and introverted girls who need to connect to one or a few girls before they are comfortable with a large group. So one solution is to invite one of the girls over to your house, take them to the beach, bowling, movies, shopping, or a concert. When your daughter feels comfortable with one, she will feel like she can tackle the big group. And another thing you can do is find those positive places for your daughter to belong. You know, help your daughter by finding activities that will develop her skill and provide her a place to belong. It, this is well worth the time of shuttling kids and investing your money. Invest in group lessons in art, theater, dance. There are after-school activities, school trips, summer camps, all kind with a wide range of interests, youth groups, Girl Scouts, a National Charity League that do service projects. Um, there are alternative peer groups that provide a safe and sober place for those teens in recovery. There is one important factor that will determine if a group is going to be positive or negative, and that is determined by the adults leading it. And you want to make sure your daughter is in a group led by healthy, supportive, and qualified adults. There's so much more I can go into, but we've run out of time today, but you can... Get all that information in Chapter 10, what your daughter or teen needs to thrive. I only talked about one element today, which is a place to belong. So in this chapter, again, I talk about the the fundamentals of nutrition, sleep, exercise, which we know this information, but I, I give you really practical information on how you can communicate to your teen and what you can do what you can do to create a flourishing home environment and to build a supportive atmosphere. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next week. You've been listening to Power Your Parenting Moms with Teen Podcast. Be sure and go to ColleenOGrady.com for more helpful resources. You can also get a free chapter from my book, Dial Down the Drama. Or join me on Facebook at Colleen O'Grady Power Your Parenting I'm there every single day. If today's podcast was helpful, go to Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble, and you can order my book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict, and Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter. I will talk to you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.